T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And here we go. There's a man open left side. Caught. It's Touchdown at 10 with Russell and Medhurst. All right, good to have you with us as we kick off our number two of our radio get-together here on a Victory Friday, October the 14th, 2022. No Pete Medhurst today. He is off to Dallas to call Navy SMU. Uh, instead, you're stuck with me. Sorry about that. 301. Oh, Maybe some of you feel stuck with me. Matt Essig, do you feel stuck with me? Never. I don't think so, right? Hopefully not. You're not just saying that, right? Definitely not, because uh, that would help pay the bills. <laughs> that- no, no, it's not being stuck with you. Not at all. I mean, it, we, we, it's the best takes. You're actually going to get some entertainment out mm-hmm. of uh, the show today yeah, on top of uh, definitely getting good information. Absolutely. You're the man. I appreciate you. Uh, and I appreciate all of you. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. We're going to get to the Al Michaels comments here coming up. Uh, everybody making a huge, huge deal like he was some messenger, like, you know, he was just dropped into soldier field, like Al's not afraid or Al's not allowed to have an opinion. Everybody's saying he was sent there from somebody in the NFL. We'll get to all that. Uh, coming up, we'll get to all that. Don't worry. Uh, and all of your calls as well. But we mix and match what happened in the game last night uh, with you on the phones at 301-230-0980. I mean, obviously, again, that game was very, 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 very difficult to watch, right? Um, we just gave you some thumbs up. Cole Holcomb included in that. Benjamin St. Juice for the late stop at the goal line there. Uh, the entire defensive line. I'm just trying to think. I mean, James Smith-Williams had the key knockdown late in that final sequence. Uh, again, I've told you about F.A. Obata throughout our number one. He's brought some juice. He's given them some juice. We killed them for not having a plan for Chase Young. Well, F.A. Obata was the plan. Uh, he doesn't have a whole lot of football IQ, but he was the plan. And we knew, I think he had 19 career sacks. So it's not like he had done nothing. It's not like it was a completely ill-fated plan. It just wasn't a name that many people were familiar with, right? Um, But, and of course, because he was connected with Ron in Carolina, even though he had gone to Buffalo with McDermott and Bean, people were like, ah, of course. Ah, of course. Well, I feel about has brought some juice. Deron Payne continues to be, I said on Twitter last night, Deron Payne is really earning that franchise tag the commanders are about to give him for next year. That was, uh, that tweet was met with some laughter, 
uh, some criticism, uh, some likes and all that. People, I, I was sort of being sarcastic, but I was also being honest. I don't think Deron Payne's getting a long-term deal from this team. I don't know that, but I don't think Deron Payne is getting a long-term deal from this team because I think with the kind of season he's off to, I think he's his price point is going to be out of this world, right? It's going to be higher. Pete and I talked about this last week, or maybe it was earlier this week. I think it's going to be higher than Jonathan Allen's contract. Well, then what do you do with Montez Sweat? Never mind Chase Young. We don't even know what the hell Chase Young is ever going to be. We don't even know when he's coming back. Now they've got to make a fifth-year option decision on Chase Young this offseason. Guaranteed. Lock it in. Assuming that they do that, which is not an absolute certainty. I mean, it's more likely than not. But it's not an absolute certainty for a guy who's had some injuries, some significant injuries. Don't forget, he missed a couple of games in his rookie year as well uh, with a groin or hip or whatever. Uh, there was a hip pointer, whatever it was. The point being is the defensive line, even Casey Tuhill combined, uh, was it on pain sack? I think it was on pain sack. Casey Tuhill first made that play. Again, JSW, Casey Tuhill, the backups, the F.A. Obatas of the world. We know Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen limping off the field, coming right back on, limping off the field, coming right back on. We know that dude's been banged up all year, and yet he continues to be not only a leader and a warrior, but everything that you want, right? Everything that's right about this team. And there isn't much. That's Jonathan Allen. Now, thumbs down real quickly. I'll give you two. Uh, One we've already talked about in excess, and that's Joey Sly. (laughs) Number two, Jamin Davis, man. Boy, did he have a tough night. Missed a lot of tackles, including partially on that 62-yard run by Khalil Herbert. Also missed Justin Fields in the backfield. Again, not easy. I understand he was the only one in position on both of those plays, but you've got to make tackles. You've got to wrap up. That's one of his strengths. One of his strengths so far through a year plus has been tackling, has been get when he gets to the right position, finishing a play. That's been one of his strengths. Last night, mm, mm-mm-mm, bad, bad, bad. So those are a couple of thumbs downs. For me, what about you? 301 Let's go back to the phones and talk to Pete in North Carolina on line two. What's up, Pete? Hey, Chris. I always love you on the air, no matter what. I love your whole insight. You really know about the stuff. Thank you. I, I understand that. But listen, I call this, you're welcome. I call this Hopeful Friday. And I'll tell you why. We know all the problems. You just went through a lot of them all in the last iron and a half. We know that. Everybody should know that. It's obvious. But that I think this game provides it. It is a win, and that's the most important thing, not everything. That provides the players with a little bit of hope. I'm hoping. That's why I want to call it Hopeful Friday. And I hope the coach can come back and look at himself. And what they really need to do is what you've been saying for the last 10 years. 
or however long I've known you, run the damn football. That should be this team's identity. Not passing, running. Because they can run the ball, I believe, on just about anybody. This little line here that they had last night is not bad. And I really want to see them run the ball. If they could consistently keep their run uh, as part of their game plan, no, what, no matter what it is, unless the, obviously if it gets too far up there, that's where we got to start. Thanks, Chris. You have a great show, and I love everything you say. Peter, I, I appreciate you. you. You can stir up, you can stir up anything. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, buddy. The uh, check is in the mail. Thank you. Uh, always good to hear from uh, Peter in North Carolina. 301-230-0980. Let's go to JR on line five in Fort Meade. JR, you were the guy that yelled at me yesterday, right? No, I gave you my opinion and my assessment of what you did. Oh, okay. Yelling, right, 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 right. Yeah, that was fun. That way. That's okay. Yeah, that was fun. I'm sure. Uh, listen, but see, I'm, I, I'm not that bad of a guy, Jr. Right? I'm letting you back on the radio I show. Right? Thought you were a bad guy. Okay. I just right. didn't uh, agree with your assessment. I don't well, agree with what right. you did, okay. and I don't agree that you were. Well, being you said I covered truthful. up. You said I was complicit in covering up a crime. That's what you yes. basically said. So. Yeah, just so we know, and I still I still stick to that. Okay, all right, that's your opinion. It's a bad one, but that's okay. your opinion. Okay, <laughs> my next opinion is uh, Kendall Fuller. As much as I'm a fan of his, I I hate seeing this every week him getting beat. I feel bad for the guy. I know he's trying, but I don't know if he's lost a step or he's just not good on the outside. Um, and the offensive line, Ron Rivera traded for Carson Wentz, and I think it was his trade. But he traded for a guy and put him behind a line that cannot protect him. Mm-hmm. He needs a line that's really, really good, not just okay, but really good. Because he throws the ball down the field, he waits. He, he, everybody knew that coming in, and he didn't build the line for that. So that's on him. And any grief he takes, he's got to take it. He can't yell and scream. And I mean, I understand what he was yelling and screaming about last night, but he's got to take it. This was right. his trade. He's he's admitted that it's his trade. Now, you messed up on everything else with that offensive line. I don't know how it can get any better this year. So that means all of this is going to be a failed experiment with him because they're not going to bring him back if he keeps playing like this. And I truly believe at halftime that there was a chance that they were going to put Taylor Heineke in there. Well, because, because well, because Carson was, so ba- was because Carson was banged up too, right? I mean, that would have been fair. But what's oh, what's yeah. interesting is after he bangs up his hand, right? He already had the shoulder. After he bangs up his hand, remember he threw a dart down the middle of the field. Now maybe it was slightly overthrown. I mean, you know, by a hair. But boy, Carson, uh, uh, Curtis Samuel's got to come up with that. That I mean, that's an easy touchdown, well, right? And then he had another play, drop on that like same Curtis drive. Samuel jumped. It looked like Curtis Samuel yeah. jumped yeah, way Yeah, no, you're right. I think, I, think you're right. And, I think you're and right on that. Just, that was a good throw, but still, it just everything else that right. you can point to your that overall point, you, Your overall point is it's not enough, right? I, I mean, and I'm yeah, totally just, there the with you. The line is just so bad. You didn't build – you said you were going to build this team for him, and right. you went out and got uh, – Rookie receiver, which I I did I liked the move. I didn't think it was a bad move, but I thought the offensive line was going to be as good as it was last year, and it was it's just bad. It's just all around bad. Everybody. Well, in his the middle, his point is that all right. But let me jump in, and I appreciate the phone call, Jr. Much better call today than yesterday. But let me jump in. His defense is going to be: Hey, we started our fourth center last night in six games. Chase Roulier hurt, lost for the year, week two. Um, Wes Schweitzer hurt, lost for IR, 
been banged up all year so far, different injuries, now concussion on IR week three. Uh, Nick Martin just got here a couple of weeks ago, had to start, was okay in his first game, was dreadful in his second game, had to bench him. Tyler Larson, we didn't have him for the first four weeks of the season in all of training camp. He needed some time to ramp up, started last night, was much better, but you still see some issues in pass protection coming right up the A-gap, right? His that That's his whole argument, and it's impossible to say that he's wrong because the center – is so much more important than people want to give it credit. And when you're on your fourth center in six games, that's really hard to do. And then he's going to tell you, well, the reason why Trey Turner stunk is because he's been banged up and because he's not right. And again, theoretically, Ron Rivera is correct. That has an impact, a huge impact on this offensive line. And then Cosby. Now, Norwell, he has no excuse for. Norwell just stunk in pass pro. But I can't say that, you know, Ron should have had plan A, B, C, D. It just looks bad because he let Sheriff and Flowers go. It looks bad because the offensive line, which overachieved last year, is underachieving this year. 301 Let's go to... Uh, uh, let me see here. I think uh, line one, Stephen Columbia, uh, is with us on the Team 980. Uh, guys, just be patient. We're going to get to you as quickly as we can. I'm trying to give everybody an opportunity to talk and all that good stuff. 301-230-0980. What's up, Steve-O? How are you? Hey, how you doing, Chris? All right, um, Steve. Look, uh, huh, th- that game not only was um, hard to watch, but on the offensive side, let me just start with that real quick. Mm-hmm. W- what has happened since the Jacksonville game with the offense, I, I just don't understand how each week they've gotten worse. Right. Well, also, again, again, a it... huge part of it is just what we talked about, right? We, we, would, we would be willing to say, right, a huge part of it is the dysfunctionality on the interior and even at right tackle, although Cosme's not good in pass pro, um, you know, again, the entire offensive line outside of Norwell and Leno are shredded, right? So, so we start there and then also factor in no Logan Thomas, no Jahan Dotson the last two games. Wentz is banged up. Wentz is not as good as, uh, again, he played in that game. Not that he was perfect by no means. He, he was, he was dreadful in the interior, in the middle part of that game, Jacksonville, but he was really, really good at the, at the beginning and really, really good at the end, right? So, I mean, those are a couple of things that you point right at and maybe they're excuses but they're also reasons okay one one other thing did you hear uh, ryan fitzpatrick's comments I about did. scott turner i did okay what, what are your thoughts on that um i mean listen ryan fitzpatrick is a really 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 smart dude and i think it was a fair criticism um i i, I think if i think if my criticism of Scott Turner might be slightly different in that he doesn't see the game the way I see the game. Um, I think he's not as patient as I am uh, and as I like to be. And I think when a quarterback of, of Fitzpatrick's intelligence uh, and, and one that was here basically says, you know, he doesn't use guys. I forget the exact quote, but he, essentially he doesn't adjust to guys' strengths, right? Is, is that kind of like the right. gist of it, right? right? If I remember correctly, yep. um, I, I, yeah. I would guess he's talking about 
anything and everything, but all, but specifically quarterback, right? So does that mean that if if Fitzpatrick was calling the offense, it would just be bombs away? I don't know. I, I, like if a quarterback can't work in the short game and the intermediate game, what, what he's not a quarterback. He's not a quarterback. Or not one that you can win yeah. with. So for anybody that just wants to throw the ball and wants to take advantage of what Carson Wentz does really well, fine. You can't do that all game. You can do it some, but okay. you can't do it all game. And then there's others. And, and I'm point, sure, Chris, I'm sure it, listen, what, what, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he also talked what, to Terry McLaurin, right? And I, I'm just going to tell you, I had an NFL coach, a current NFL coach that was watching the game last night, text me, and said, what the hell is going on with Terry McLaurin? Why aren't they using him? And and right. that's a fair criticism. So if that's the part of the criticism from Fitzpatrick, hells yeah, he's right. Okay. I mean, and they need to use Antonio Gibson a little bit more, too. I think I, I think you saw like, that. Yeah, I think you saw that on that one drive, which got them in position, and I think they kicked yep. the field goal uh, on, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Steve, I appreciate the phone call. Good to hear from you. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. If you want to drop your thumbs up, thumbs down, let's do it. Uh, let's go to uh, line, uh, line eight. Let's go line eight. Chris in Laurel uh, on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. What's up, Chris? How are you? I'm fine, Chris. How are you? Doing good, Chris. I like your name. If I, I'm sure I've told you that before, but yeah. I like your name. I, I thought about saying something about that. Um, <laughs> so, hey, um, I think that uh, obviously, you know, we've got these wide receivers. We got McKissick. We got all these guys, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the inconsistency of Wentz's passing is. Uh, I mean, he had he. He doesn't wait. He had one play last time where he didn't wait for the play to develop. He just unloaded the ball off to the right, and and it was the the ball was thrown in a place where it couldn't be caught. On the two point conversion, I have a problem with him throwing that ball out of the end zone. Um, you know, I, I I think he could have thrown it where it was contested. You know, maybe even if he had to throw it where it was contested, throwing it out of the end zone, we had no choice, no chance, and. Uh, and so I think that Carson Wentz is the is the inconsistent part of the offense. Mm-hmm. The offensive line can run block. You know they can run block. They obviously struggle with uh, with um, they obviously struggle with uh, pass blocking. Pass blocking, but run blocking, they're they're okay. They're, they're, so, they're, that's the best way to say it. I don't think they're great. I think they're much better on the left side than certainly up the interior and maybe even the right side. But they're not, they're above average at best in my estimation, run blocking, but it is way better than pass blocking. That's for damn sure. But again, how much are the injuries a factor? You know, I, I, like we want to sit here and say, listen, you, you have to be prepared for injuries, but who thought they were going to use, lose Chase Roulier for a second year in a row for almost the entire year? I mean, I didn't. I, you know, maybe you can prepare for that, but in a league with a salary cap and so many bodies and so few resources available, maybe you can't prepare for every injury and every situation, right? Uh, it just sucks that they've been through four centers. Look at what's going on with the Rams. The Rams have been through, I think, four centers as well, and they suck on offense. That's the Super Bowl champions. That's to tell you everything now it's not the only reason but it is a thing so right. you know i, I don't know no, I, I think when 
I think Wentz wanted to get pulled out of the game too. I, I think that Ooh. you know he's shaking his hand like that, and and he was kind of set up for him to be pulled out of the game too. You know, you Chris, know, I didn't game. walk. I got to be honest with you, I didn't walk away with that. I like your point about the two point conversion. I didn't get that sense because again, after he bangs up his fingers, he again goes right down the middle of the field. Should have had Curtis Samuel for six, and Samuel drops it again. Maybe just you know, maybe a slight bit overthrown, but. Curtis Samuel's got to come up with that. And then there was another third down on that same sequence or in that same series where Curtis Samuel drops it. He wasn't good. Wentz wasn't good. There's nobody that can say he was good. But you know what? He showed me a little moxie last night, showed me a little toughness last night between the shoulder, the bicep, the fingers, the cold weather, the wind, the whatever. Again, this isn't, you know, the 85 Bears or anything like that on defense, but he showed me a little moxie. Chris, I appreciate uh, the phone call. Good to hear from you as well. 301-230-0980, i tell you what, to let everybody have a fair chance, we're going to take the time out. Uh, we'll get to Dr. Sabah. We'll get to Dominic and Tampa, Pauly, Little, Stephen Bowie, Boogeyman. Uh, aboard too. And now one line, let me see here. Two lines open for you. 301-230-0980. We'll keep rocking and rolling on the phones. 301-230-0980. We are with you on the Russell and Medhurst radio program. Pete off to Dallas called Navy SMU. We're with you until noon along with Matt Essig. Hi, I'm the Rooster, Chris Russell. Good to have you with us on a Friday, a victory Friday in the nation's capital on the team 980 and always live and free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A little Hotel California always puts you in a good mood, whether it's a Victory Friday or Freaky Friday or Friday the 13th or Friday the 14th. Or even if the Commanders would have lost last night. It almost feels like they did. But they did not. They did not. Good to have you back with us. Russell and Medhurst on the team. 980 and the Odyssey app. Right back to the calls we go, along with Matt Essick. By the way, Matt. Uh, I've had probably three cups of coffee. I just uh, cranked open a zero-sugar monster energy drink, and I've had a natural fruit smoothie um, so far. what? Uh, how much coffee have you had? Uh, because you said you were hurting a little bit uh, after the late night last night. How much? Uh, were, were you working, or were you just at home watching the game? So I actually got the opportunity to jump on our good friend of the show, Toothpick. If you're listening, call in. 
Uh, but I jumped on his podcast nice. for the pregame and for the first half of the game, just kind of talking about it. So I was working until about nine or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, yeah, because the first quarter took like less than a half an hour because yeah. it was so bad. Yeah. And then uh, then I uh, just watched the game, went to bed around midnight. And right. to answer your question, I have not had a lick of caffeine yet. Wow. That's uh, that's uh, th- that's pretty strong, man. Uh, I'm trying to, have... I'm trying to hold out two o'clock. I'm off from uh, working and I want to get home and take a good nap. Well, you can take a good nap and still have caffeine. That's um, legal. Oh, it's legal, but my body won't. My body's going to be like, oh, you tried to put an upper in it? Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, that's not how my body works. I mean, I'm, I'm falling asleep left and right. Anyway, no matter how, no matter how much, no matter how much. All right. Um, back to the calls. 301-230-0980. So we can be fair to everybody. Uh, let's see. Where are we going here? Polly, I think, has been on hold the longest. We'll get to everyone. Dr. Sabah, Boogie, Dominic, Little. We'll get to you. I, I see you all, Rod. Uh, we're getting to you. Just hang on. Be patient. Polly, what up, Paul? How are you? Rufio, hail to the W, man. Hail the to the w, Friday man. W. Hey, usually I would say this is dangerous you in here by yourself. <laughs> But man, you but you actually knocking it out the park this morning. Thank man. you, Polly. Hey, that caffeine is really kicking in. Mine's too. Polly, you, you know, like, <laughs> see, you and I could get along a lot better if you would just tell the truth, like you are so far this morning. <laughs> hey man, I always tell the truth. Sometimes it's, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> hey, look, man, real quick, I want everybody. That doesn't to get matter what too. your name is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> In your white uniform. Look, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. SOD, man. Special teams sucks. They got to do something about this, this return game with, with Dax Mill. You know what I mean? Joey Slide, too inconsistent. Trustway is Trustway. Move on. Uh, uh, offense, man, listen. A game like last night goes a long way for Carson Wentz. He gutted that game out. He battled through that game. Was he perfect? No. But when the players see him fighting and scratching and, and, and clawing the way he did, and he, he's injured, he still come out there playing, he, he's throwing blocks, you know what I mean? That that goes a long way with winning the respect of your teammates. You know what I mean? And and that means a lot at the quarterback position. You know what I'm saying? So they he can clean some things up and they get that offensive line together. And I, I'm sorry, I can't give them no excuses on that line. That was Ron's, like that one caller said, that was Ron's thing. He he botched that, even the center position. You knew coming into camp, yet your top two centers was hurt. And yet you did nothing to, to have a backup plan for that. You know what I mean? So I can't give them a pass on that. But Let's hopefully they got the five guys in there now that they're going to work with. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Norwell. Norwell is not improving at all. At least I can say these other guys are in there and they're and they, and they improving on what they're doing. Norwell seems like he's just regressing from week to week. You know what I mean? Scott Turner, man, I, I applaud him for, for being consistent with the run game. But at what point did he not see that Gibson was the spark plug of his offense? I mean, everything opened up from that one drive when Gibson got in there with the little short passes. The, uh, uh, he ran the ball well. You know what I mean? Then you bring Robinson back in there, and the, and the, the lanes opened up for Robinson after that. But you didn't see too much anymore of Antonio Gibson. You got two quality backs. Use them. Where that defense down? I mean, they should have went back to Gibson at some point with another series and let him do work. 
they had a nice one-two punch going in that third quarter or fourth quarter, whatever it was. And then it just seemed like, you know, they just, you know, Scott Turner just got all about Gibson again. So get that man the ball, man. Defense, look, man, them last two plays, man, was from two second-year players, Derek Forrest and St. Juice. And if both of them didn't stick stick through with the play and finish the play, you know, we, we got a different story this morning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those two guys and, – and, and shout-out to Rashad Wild Goose. He's even improved. I thought he yep. played a good game Yes, he has. So, initially, you know, since the Eagles picked on him with the DPIs, he has definitely improved. He has gotten better. He's been, this was a good game for him. Yep. Kendall Fuller, man. Look, they sat. They sat my man Willie Jackson at home. They might need to start sitting, sitting Kendall Fuller at home too, because he's clearly has lost something. They need to start giving him a little help over top, or 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 looking for his replacement. Because you know, we, every week, like the callers, every week he's giving it up. Yep. You know no doubt. I mean? Every week, so no they got to do something about that. But look, we got to win. We got a victory. You know what I mean? Let's get two now. That's how you build a season. I hear you. Get two. Hey, I hear you. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you. And uh, always like when we agree. All right. Let's. Um, uh, I know we got a bunch of people on hold. So uh, let's do. Um, uh, I think uh, line three. Dominic in Tampa on the Odyssey app has been hanging on the longest. Dominic, how are you? Hey, how you doing? What's up, Dom? Hey. So obviously, I'm not going to sit here and state the obvious. You know, that was a horrible game. That was a horrible win. Um, obviously felt like a loss, but you know, I, you got to look at it this way. The two, the two main, um, issues right now going for this team. And it's not once at all, in my opinion, it's not, it, it's, it's the offensive line and it's a Scott and Scott Turner. Um, you know, in football, you build from the inside out. Okay. You start with, you start with an offensive and defensive line. That's been horrific. Uh, that, you know, obviously yesterday was okay. It was better, but you know, it, it's still bad. You, you, I don't whoever you put as a quarterback back there. You could put Tom Brady back there. He's not going to survive trying to put a mobile quarterback like Taylor Heineke. We know what he is. He's a backup. He's not going to survive. You know, it's 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 terrible. You know, and, and then Scott Turner. You know, you have a bad offensive line. You got to call plays to get the ball out of his hands quickly. How many bubble screens? You know, did he call yesterday? And, and when they did work, they worked. So, you know, I, I think going forward, um, you know, like you, like you alluded to, Norwell has been uh, atrocious and, and continuing. I would, once Cosme comes back, I would swing Sadiq to left guard. I put Cosme at right guard, keep uh, Lucas Lucas, at right Lucas, tackle, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and go from there. Yeah, and, and Dominic, it's, it, you know, is, you make some good points. You do. I, I, listen, the, the the biggest thing that I would say about Scott Turner, just that part of it, because I can't address every part of it. And you're right about some of the moves that you just suggested. Is you know, other offensive coordinators around the league find a way to get their best players involved, and Scott just doesn't find a way. I, whatever it is, nobody's saying that Terry McLaurin is Cooper Cup. Nobody's saying he's Devontae Adams. Nobody's saying he's Justin Jefferson. You got to find him a way. You got to find a way. However hard it is, you've got to find a way to get Terry McLaurin more involved week in, week out than he is. Four targets, three catches, 41 yards last night. You know, he had the slant early. I think that's only the sixth or seventh slant all year long that he's run and that he's caught a pass on. That's too little. 
That is one of his bread and butters, including that's what he ran on the final play last Sunday against Tennessee. And Carson missed him. Now, maybe part of it is just that. Maybe they're running more plays for Terry. Maybe they're targeting Terry. Maybe Terry is number one more. And Carson keeps missing it. Because there was another play where Carson went to his left, and I forget who it was targeted for. Maybe Samuel? But Terry's wide open on a shallow drag. Wide open! Going from his left to his right. Wide open. So maybe it's not all on Scott Turner. I don't know. But find a way. Somebody's got to find a way to get Terry McLaurin more than four targets, more than a couple of here and there targets. Because you saw what could happen on the slant. You saw what could happen where he basically ran a jet motion and caught the ball from left to right on the swing in the right flat. You see when it works, it works, and it's there. And, again, you see it across the NFL how guys get their touches and guys get their targets. And, no, you can't force feed everything, but you sure can do more. You sure can do more than what they do. 12-7, the Commanders beat the Chicago Bears. We're talking about it with you all morning, all day, burgundy and gold. Uh, today, coming up at noon, following us, let's go to Dr. Sabah, line seven, uh, with us, who I'm sure is all fired up about, oh, all sorts of things. Thought maybe her guy, Taylor Heineke, was getting involved in that game last night, but nope, uh, that did not happen. What's hoping, up, Doc? Man. I was hoping, and look, I, I already know. called back. I've been on hold longer than both those other guys. Were you? Right. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, you know, I already called back one. All right. Sorry, okay. Doc. I, I, you know, I mean, I've... I, like I'm not in studio this morning, so I don't, you know, right. uh, I, I see the chart and I, I must have missed you. I'm, I apologize. That's all right. So, okay, quickly. Um, first of all, I'm really sick and tired of people discarding Heineke. He's just a backup. We know what he is. Well, I can tell you what he is. This backup quarterback is better than the washed up, propped up, hyped up quarterback we have playing now. I guarantee you that right now. He would have scored 30 against this team last night. He would have moved around. He would have found the open guy and he would have scored 30. This guy got seven wins last year against a very tough schedule and all the injuries. Everybody knows the history. So I'm just tired of people just discarding him like he's nothing. Secondly, I thought that uh, Curtis Samuel, see what you think about this. I think his head wasn't really in the game because, now, I want to shout out to Polly. Polly, I did not report that Terry McLuhan wanted a trade. I was really reciting what I heard of the junkies from that Jack Brown guy. He said in his interview, that Terry told his coach from high uh, college that he wanted out if things kept going like it was. Correct. So here's that, what that I'm is, saying. That is right. That is correct. Right. Uh, we, well, report. we don't know. We don't know if Terry specifically did. Right. We can only logically assume that he did. Right. Right. And when I heard that, my gut dropped. I was like, Oh my God, no, not Terry, because you just you kick Carson Wentz out today if there's a Terry versus Carson debate. Trust me on that one. Okay. So now. He- Yep. Did the phone monster get to her again? Oh, my gosh. Poor Dr. Shabbat. You got her back? Okay, let me finish my thought. I had my main thought. All right, here you go. Sorry about that. Okay. One of these these days, we're going to fix it. Just like one of these days, the commanders are going to be a normal football organization. Right. All right, here's my thing. You got me, Chris? Okay, so what I'm saying about Daniel. I got you. Why he wasn't maybe in the game as much, because he was doing those drops, you know. He just seemed out of sync. 
when Terry goes to, quote, complain, okay, not that Terry's a Bush leader or anything. I'm just saying legitimately they're worried about Terry. Terry, what's going on? Because you can't trust the quarterback as bad as Wentz to get Terry the ball because he has to literally be spoon-fed. You throw it here. So I think Terry was taking some of that jet sweep action, and Terry was doing the slant. He was doing the stuff that otherwise normally we were seeing early in the year was going to Samuel. And I think Samuel then, I can't got a little like bugged about it, like, well, what happened? I'm like, because he could see during the week what the plan is. And I think he just lo- lost a little bit of concentration because I think he's a little bit pissed off. And I think all the receivers are pissed off at Wentz. Their numbers are way down this year. And they get paid based on their numbers, not only winning, but their numbers. So that's my thought on that. I don't know if you, uh, what did you think about that, about the Samuel thing? Um, I don't know if I can attribute two drops to him being not mentally in the game because he was not as involved on some of the stuff that he normally uh, is. Mm-hmm. I think I would attribute it more towards, you know, chilly night, windy night. Um, you know, just sometimes you have a bad night at the office. I know there's sometimes where I have terrible segments or terrible shows, and I don't feel yeah. good oh, you know, about you, it. So, <laughs> and one more thing. Yeah. One more thing about the Wentz. He is so faking it. Oh, he kept rubbing his shoulder. Then he, he twitches his fingers. His fingers hit somebody else's fingers. It didn't hit a helmet or nothing. He's basically setting up the scene in case he gets benched. And then, you know, he makes the block, and he's such a playing a fullback. And then he's limping on his ankle. You had Taylor play against the best team in the league in Tampa Bay with a separated shoulder. And he had the highest rating of any quarterback in, like, 10 years on our team. So I'm just tired of everybody just walking around eggshells against this guy that's not playing good enough. I don't care what his ceiling is. He is in the basement right now, and he's got a long way to go. And as a fan, I don't need to watch it. I deserve better. Dr. Sabah, I always love the heat. I always love the passion. I don't always agree, but you know I love the heat and the passion that you bring. Um, I appreciate you as always. Uh, Before we get back to uh, the calls, we're going to have to do a trending alert real quickly, uh, and then we'll get to Little, we'll get to Boogie, we'll get to Rev T, we'll get to you at 301-230-0980, Let me give you just a quick number on Terry McLaurin. 37 targets through six games. That's an average of six targets per game. 22 catches through six games. Uh, That's an average of less than four catches per game. 367 yards overall through six games. An average of 16.7. Obviously the long of 49 for the score, his only one of the year. That's not good usage. That's not good usage of Terry McLaurin. Whereas Curtis Samuel has 50 targets. J.D. McKissick has 33 targets. Terry McLaurin's almost, almost not, but, I mean, it's not. He's second, but he's almost third in targets and routinely gets forgotten about until, like, some random time in the second quarter. That, mm, that really can't happen as consistently as it does. That really can't happen as consistently as it does. And unfortunately, it happens far too often. Far too often. All right, let's do the trending alert. 
All right, so the Commanders limp home 12-7 winners in Chicago last night to improve to 2-4 and four and snap that four-game losing streak as we've been talking about all morning. If you missed any of the first hour and 40 minutes of the show, please help yourself. The uh, podcast's available for you hour by hour. Manny's got you covered at theteam980.com and uh, just go to Russell and Medhurst or uh, anytime live on the Odyssey app. Just hit the rewind feature and away you go. Meanwhile... While the Commanders are done for the weekend, you know what's not done? The accusations against Deshaun Watson of the Cleveland Browns. Already suspended, another woman has filed a civil lawsuit against the now Browns quarterback saying that he pressured her into oral sex during a massage session in 2020. It becomes the 26th known lawsuit filed against Watson, which accuses him of inappropriate sexual misconduct, or sexual assault, no word from the league. And that's what's trending. All right, good to have you with us on a Friday. It is a Victory Friday something we don't get to see very often let's continue along with your phone calls at 301-230-0980 i still got to get to the al michael still got to get to rivera snapping about the accusations that dan snyder drove the carson wentz accusation uh, all of that to come uh in our final hour we're with you until noon let's go back to it uh, and let's see, uh, I think line one little has been on hold the longest, and then we'll get to the uh, the boogeyman and Rev T and John uh, and everyone else after that. What up, little? How are you? Big big fella, big fella, man. Thank you for taking my call, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks man, for top me. Top of the morning. Man, you, you, you the man, man. You very, you very admirable about the game, man. Don't never, don't never, you know, your man Pauly give you a rough time every once in a while. Look, the boss, the boss, the boss, Dr. Boss, calm down. She a little pumped up. Man, that man, I like to see, I kind of follow up what she talking about because I like to see Heineke with them um, with them weapons. But, man, make, let me make a long story short, man. Let me get get off of here, man. I'll get in here to work. It's the common sense play calling. I'm going to use this one play as a parable, man. When we inside the, the we're in, we in the 48, 48, I think we're on the 48-yard line, third and five, we throw a fade. Come on, man. If Scott Turner can tighten up and realize we got four horsemen, man, Use them running backs. When we're inside the 48, 45, man, that's that's for their territory. You feel me? That's how you build your commodity with your running backs. You got to let them, got to feed them. And then you get pretty. That's how Joe Gibbs used to do it. Joe, man, Joe Gibbs, man, that man, that man, it was to soften up them linebackers, man, then boom, you go up top. Come on, Turner, tighten up, man, on the play calling. That one play, I'm bald-headed, Dan, they pulled my skin off my head. Man, that one play, I, man, I said, man, I know this man ain't throw a fade on a third and five. One more other thing, fellas. I'm going to get off the mic because the phone mm-hmm. cop looks like he's going to get me. Man, we two, three plays away from the opponents. We could be on five. Think about it. Man, I'm out, man. Have a blessed day, gentlemen. All Y'all right, take thanks care. Thanks a little. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you as well. All right, let's go to uh, the boogeyman. I'm the boogeyman. Uh, what's up, boogie? How are you? What's happening, Chris? Top What's of the up, morning Bo? to you. You like hard without the host this morning, huh? Without your right hand man. 
Yeah, we're trying to survive. We're trying to survive. There's more of me uh, than I'm sure anybody ever needs to hear, but that's okay. We're trying to we're trying to get as many different voices uh, as we can. What's up, Book? Well, you're definitely holding it down. But listen, I just want to play devil's advocate. Not that I'm a big Ron Rivera fan, I still feel and believe that we need some young blood in here to infuse some young blood, some innovative coaches. But if, in fact, the report is true that this Wentz trade was, in fact, Snyder, which then explains why we had to let Flowers and those guys go. And now Ron is bearing the weight of all of this, and he blew up yesterday. I mean, what do you think about that? Well, here's the thing. Okay, that makes some sense. That makes some sense, right? And when you combine it with whether Ron meant it, how he meant it, whatever, his comments earlier this week, which clearly was a shot, clearly was a call out of Carson Wentz, no matter how he meant it, right? Um, When you add two and two together, you... You can you can get to four, right, with, with that theory, along with, again, the report of the Carson Wentz, Dan driving that, and along with what Ron said earlier this week. The problem is, is that Ron wasn't even necessarily and directly asked about the report last night. He just snapped, okay? So right. Ron sold it, sold it last night, like, damn it, he's the one that drove this so right did did he have did i I guess what i'm saying is if ron didn't drive it would he continue to aggressively attack the notion that he didn't drive it Uh, and and yes i mean some people can say look i'm innocent i'm innocent i'm innocent i did nothing wrong and be guilty as hell right but ron is doing a pretty damn good job selling the fact that you all are wrong Everyone else is wrong, and I'm right, and I'm the one that drove it. Okay, you know? and, and I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, aside from from Ron is not free of any blame, but as far as we as fans frustrated with the O-line and whatnot, Ron had to do what he had to do because of a hand that was forced on him by a decision that may not have been made by him because they had to give up so much money to accommodate Snyder for this one player, so we had to sacrifice other players. That's that's my point. Yeah, you know I know. I hear you. Again, I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm, but I'm we, not, I'm we not can, saying that. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying well, we, we, saying, we can play this game. We can play this game forever until kingdom come, right? I mean, all, all I know is the organization, whoever it was, the organization chose to go after Carson Wentz. Uh, again, Ron's going to swear that he drove it. The reporter is going to say, no, 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 no. Somebody involved in the deal said it was all Dan. Whatever. Okay. The bottom line is, just like when they drafted Dwayne Haskins, just like when they traded for uh, Donovan McNabb and traded up for Robert Griffin III, the organization has to own that decision. Regardless of what it cost, regardless of who it costs, the organization has to own that situation. And until they get one of these right, and they are so far, Quite honestly, they are 0 for 4 just in the last 12 years that I've been around. Until they get one of them right, they're always going to suck. That much I know. That much I know. So, Bug, appreciate it. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Let's go to Repti. 
to round out hour number two of our three-hour sports radio soiree here on a Friday morning. I'm sure Rev T all fired up. What's up, Rev? Man, I ain't fired up. Listen here, uh, Russell. Let's get down to the business at hand. First of all, it's National uh, Down Syndrome Awareness Month. You are correct, so my friend. To, man, big shouts out to all the children out there, man, oh, and the families with Down Syndrome. We we uplifting them, TJ's champion. We uplifting them, and we in uh, including inclusion for these children in society, man. So well big shouts out to all the children with Down Syndrome, and I'm a proud Down's dad, and I I ain't ashamed to tell nobody about it. But now let's talk right, about the same command. right here, my friend. Same right here. That, that's right. I know you. That's why I love you so much, and I appreciate the hell out you, Russ. Been such an inspiration, and encouragement to me. But now let's get down to the legend at hand. The Washington Cabamas. That's right. I call them the Cabamas. Let's spell it, y'all, so y'all can go ahead and hashtag that. C-O-M-B-A-M-M-A-S. And, and listen here. You take that little uh, baseball game score and people trying to run around here and tell and sell to you that everything is all right. A change is coming. And listen here, y'all. And I'm the realist, and y'all know I tell people to believe in this organization despite the things that I feel like that's been happening to me. I still love You called it. Matt Essig called it. He got eaten by the phone monster. Sorry, Rev. God. Rev, call back. We'll let you finish up. God, I, you know, sorry. I, I'm trying to get to the calls as quickly as I can. Uh, but, you know, to let people breathe and to let people talk – Sometimes people are going to get I, – I, I, I just don't know what else I can do. Uh, I, I apologize. Rev, call back. We'll let you finish up. Uh, we'll get to John in Oklahoma. We'll get to Jonesy. We'll get to you. 301-230-0980. Al Michaels dropped the bomb last night that everybody is taking super seriously. Was it meant the way he said it and the way it's being taken? We'll discuss coming up in our final hour. Right here, Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and always live and free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.